Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every great conversation happens. I am super excited to have my friend Lolo Page here with us tonight. Lolo, how are you doing? CJ, it's always so much fun talking to you. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me on today. Well, thanks for being here. It's been, I think, a couple of years since we had you on the show. Now, I know that we talk every once in a great while behind the scenes because, like, I need to talk to Lolo every once in a while. <laughs> I know, right? We need our fixes. It's just yeah. we hit it off so we hit it off so so much, and I just love, you know talking to you about everything related to books. And, you know, it was funny because it was that, I don't even know how we got you on the show that first time, but we talked to you, I talked to you and we were talking about how you were, you have the same exact spot as you were the last time. I was like, Hey, I know that background. You're in the same writing spot as you were last time we did the show. So <laughs> I'm in a different yeah. spot because I was in an office. Then now I've moved to a couch. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm on a couch. I'm relaxing. So it's so good to see you. Guys, I want to give you a little bit of a background. And this is the first time I don't have to read off of my my notes because I know Lolo and I know where her career has gone because I watched it from the first book that she's published to where she's at now. And it is my pleasure to be able to give you her background. Lolo has a background in wildlife firefighting. She spent was it 30 or 40 years? Gosh, so many years in the the bureau of of that that government oh, agency. Yes. Yeah. So so that gives her this unique this unique insight when writing her wonderful books. And I've even read her books. I read her books. Yes, I'm an avid reader of her books as well. But recently she branched out and she started writing rom-coms. Hello, Spain, being your newest release, right? Yes. Yeah. And she also with, um, is it Wild Rose Publishing? Am I getting the publishing company's name right? The Wild Rose Press, yes. Wild yeah. Rose Press. Wild Rose Press, she also did, it was like a noir nowhere am i saying that gosh what is wrong with my words lolo i'm getting all flustered like you get one of your favorite authors on (laughs) i used to i used to always say it's neuer yeah i don't know i still don't know how to pronounce it actually that was yeah go ahead i call it a femme fatale like that's with our our multi-author collaboration folks labeled it so i go with that and yeah, it was fun. I mean, I just kind of went totally off out of my lane, you know, and <laughs> wrote an assassin, a female assassin. And it was really a lot of fun. I mean, we had fun with that. <laughs> it, and I loved all of the covers and how they were so 
sequential in line and it just felt like this old noir type of collection is like wow Lolo you are doing your dang thing but now you're coming back to your Alaska wildland wildfire series that I fell in love with the first time I started reading your books and you're about to release your newest one yes it's the third one in the series and I think what happened along the way is um you read about how when the first one does really well and then you feel like oh gosh can I do it again and the second one seemed to go okay but the third one it's it's like third book itis and you 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 <laughs> want to make sure that you're like oh no what if it doesn't measure up to the first two and so you're always feeling that pressure and then um you psych yourself out and then I found myself kind of starting it over and over and over and changing up the story and stuff. So it took longer than it should have for this. It should have been out a year ago. <laughs> oh, wow. But you haven't stopped. Like you've just been cranking them out. And we talked about this, that, that constant beat of writing, writing, writing. And I remember when we first talked the very first time you had this, this, this joy and I can still see this love and this joy inside of you, but do you feel like cranking them out is as hard as you have took any of that away or do you still have that fire in your belly? Uh, I do. And I don't, I think what I did was I set the bar super high last year. You know, you, I set some goals and the goal was attainable but it came at a price and the price was um i wanted to see if i could write 500,000 words in 2022 i mean that's what i set wow. my goal last year and i didn't hit that goal but by the end of july 30th i'd hit 400,000 but it came at a price because i got tired and i you know wow. i became a little burned out on on things and what i did was i had signed up for all these anthologies and um, then changed lanes and got into rom-com and got into the romantic thriller and shiny things, shiny things. And I was reaching for those. And yeah. so, you know, I think I learned, I learned a lot, you know, going through all that because yes, you can do, I wanted to prove to myself I could do it and I did, but at the same time, the writing will suffer sometimes if you keep pushing like that. And it did. Um, because I, I had a not so great review on one of the stories I did for an anthology and it was a wake up call for me. And I went, okay, stop pushing so hard, you know, yeah. go back to why, like we've talked about this, go back to why you wanted to do this in the first place, you know? And I think I lost sight of that a little bit. So I have, I've come back to, like you say, the fire in the belly kind of thing. I've come back to the fire and, all of that. And I, I'm back in my comfort zone, you know, doing that. But the rom-coms as well, those are fun because, you know, they're lighthearted and I want to make people laugh. And I think it's important now to provide stories that provide hope and make people laugh, you know? Yeah. Now, I think that's one of the biggest, not making people laugh, 
But I think uh, going back to what you said about that, that little bit of burnout, I think that's in the shiny things. It's one of the biggest burdens in the indie, indie author community is the shiny things, shiny things. We, we all want to make it. So we, we grab at as many things as we can to see which one of them is going to stick. But yes. we forget, we forget why we started this in the beginning. And you said you, you set out a goal and you made it, but you, you kind of wondered, well, what am I really doing? And, and wanted to get back to your core. And I did the same thing, but I didn't make it. I, ha I had to drop out of a lot of things because I was like, okay, I'm burning out and I'm fizzling. I, I didn't make it to the end of all the things I set out to do. So I commend you for at least sticking with it to the end. Um, and I'm glad you're getting back to your core because your series is phenomenal. Like I, and oh, there is some thank you there is some, there is some comedy and there is hope in the alaskan yeah. alaska wild empire books like the series itself you have the hope you have the the comedy as well so i think that you had already built in everything that you wanted to do but maybe you didn't feel that you had enough of them yet and yeah but yeah they're, they're great yeah, and I, I love them. And recently, I'm going to, can I name drop or is that bad form? I mean, do whatever you want to do. This is our show, Lolo. <laughs> well, recently, um, Kat Martin read my first two books. And see, I had met her at a writer's conference in the Lore 48 last year. And so, um, you know, you're, you're talking and, oh, what do you write? Oh, oh well, you know, after I fangirled her and show, I showed her on my phone and she goes, oh, so she holds up her phone and, and, captured it and then she ran up and she not only that but she um put a post on my author page on facebook how she enjoyed them and i was like oh cat martin oh my god i just got so one she, of her books actually I know, I know and she said um you know would you like a quote for your um you know to put on your cover and i'm like oh yes yes so that's going on this next cover for alaska blaze i'm really excited about that so, yeah, it's just, these yeah. things come out come out at you and you're like going, oh, you know, it was so That's exciting. Amazing. That's amazing. And, you know, there's people that you meet and you just know they have it. And you know that and it's not just about because they, I don't know, like when I met you that first time, you just have this genuine soul about you like you were just an authentically genuine person it wasn't about the fame and it wasn't about the fortune it was always about the story with you and then we brought you back and you talked with nicole here on the show about uh, 20 books to 50k and yes. you were like a kidney candy store on 20 books to 50k and you know what and and it was like everyone gravitated towards you <laughs> during that event as well because of your genuine spirit and you just have a love for the writing itself now you got started a little later than some other people but what i find is so many people hit their stride later in life from writing these books and it sticks yeah i think it's because you've you have some mileage on yourself and so you're more relaxed when you yeah. approach the whole thing, you know, you're not as, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, you know, and I didn't have that. I just wanted the story to get out there in the best way I could tell it. And that's, 
you know, as long as I focus on that, um, you know, I, I, like the series you and I were talking before that I'm watching on on um, Netflix, where the focus, there's a line in there that they keep saying, it's about the music, it's about the writing and the music. And that really resonated with me because I thought it is about the writing. It is about the story. And as long as we stay focused on that, you know, I think I think it will be be authentic because if it's in your heart and you and you write it true, you write it honest and you write it straight from here, you can't go wrong, I don't think. It's Elvis. He's he's making Elvis. himself known. Oh, Elvis. Yeah. Is the Mandalorian around by any chance? She is. She's back here. She was dropping her ball. Oh my gosh, that was so funny this morning. She threw it in my coffee cup and got a hole in one. It was so funny. I saw I saw the post. I saw the post and I was like, I laughed so hard because he throws his ball on his own food. <laughs> she was way back here too when I threw the ball and it went yeah, plunk, you know. And I had coffee in there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now you got your dog because it was a character in one of your books. And I remember you talking about you were like, okay, I'm gonna have this dog on the on the cover of the book, but I and then you ended up getting the dog before the book was released. And I was like, Well, yeah, I put my goldens in there with the sled dogs. It's just kind of they're all in there together. I mean, I had to do that. I I just and it really helped me because um you know it's it's when they're with you here, they come over here all the time and they're at my feet. Especially yeah. if I'm eating something, you know, they'll park here in hopes of I drop something, you know. But they really have um kind of been through this whole third book thing with me. And so I thought I gotta put them in there. And yeah. putting a sled dog on the cover turned out to be a a good thing too. People really like the dogs. And Alaska is yeah. a dog state, you know. Very much so. I I follow you on social, right? And I'm always liking your post. I'm sure you can see you're like, yeah, CJ, stop stalking me. CJ, CJ. <laughs> but I, it's like watching a story, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching the dog grow up. I'm watching your process and I just get a kick out of all of it. So keep, <laughs> keep showing Mandalorian because I just love I all of it. It is so entirely cute. So onto the third book in the series. Now, I love the characters. I love what, what is going on and all the stuff in, in the series itself. Because after reading the first one, I was hooked, obviously. What can we expect in this third one coming out? This third one's going to have, um, I keep the, um, the suspense up. I always include a, a subplot of wrongdoing in some regard. And so I always have that antagonist, you know, the, the bad guy in the background and without spoiling too much about this he uh, gives the main character i introduced a, a new um heroine in this one who is an alaskan and uh in the past i've had people that from outside of alaska the firefighters that came up here but she's mm -hmm. she's well, actually she is from arizona but she came up and got into the whole Alaska thing and moved to Talkeetna. So the setting for this one is in mostly in and around Talkeetna. A couple of years ago, I believe back in 2019, we had some really bad fires up near Willow and Talkeetna, which uh, 
threatened a lot of um, Iditarod musher dog kennels and a lot of mushers that are that community is up there and they had to figure out how to get all these dogs evacuated sled dog teams some of these kennels have 60 dogs in them and they had to figure out how to get all of them out when the fire they you know they were trying to get this fire contained and they just couldn't the winds were too bad it was just it got into beetle kill um and folks that don't know what that is it's when the uh, spruce bark beetles get into the into the trees and then they they kill them um by the infestations and it becomes they, they be, the forests are dried out and then the fire just burns through there so that's what happened up here is we have a lot of beetle kill up there and so these fires were pretty catastrophic they did burn out a couple of the of the folks as uh, homesteads and things so i what i did was i <clears throat> I always base my books on real life fire events that occurred in Alaska. And then I write the characters into that. So that's what I did in this case. Mm. I think it makes it more interesting because you can relate on a more personal level that way. Yes. Yes. I interviewed a couple of mushers that went through that. Um, wow. There were two fires. One was the sockeye fire that happened before where it just caught everybody off guard. And then the next one, they had learned lessons from that first one on evacuation and such. And so on the second one, they had a Facebook page. They got better organized. And so they could coordinate, okay, where are you going to take your dog sled team? You're going to take them to the parking lot of Fred Meyer? Where are you taking yours? You're going to take it to the Safeway parking lot? And all these businesses ponied up places for the uh, people to take their animals and, and themselves, you know, when they wow. evacuated, because you have to have a place to go, you know, for all these dogs. Mm -hmm. And so um, I interviewed one of the women that coordinated all that. She was amazing, this musher up in Willow. And she told me some of, some of it just had me in tears, you know, some of the heartbreaking stories of... Yeah trying to get all those people and dogs out of there yeah so, i couldn't even imagine the devastation and i um, always credit them in in my acknowledgement sections in my book so I'll, I'll have their names in there the people i talk to and things like that so that's you know because i really like to keep it authentic and as accurate as possible mm -hmm. even though it's fiction but in the beauty of fiction is you can twist it any way you want too. So yeah. I always make sure I say loosely based. <laughs> yes. And you, and you throw in the romance and you throw in the angst and you throw in this, this beautiful story. I mean, I remember the, the first one had me going, well, who is it? Who is it? I was yelling, <laughs> who is it? And I was like, please let them, let them. I was just saying all kinds of stuff to the book. So I definitely understand. Now, will this be where you slow down and focus just on the series? Or are you still going to stick with some rom-coms? Because I've been re I read a little bit of the Hello Spain. And I love the beginning. I was like, yes, I need to have a vacation with my girls. You know, so um, it's, it is very, but then I got caught up on this, um, murder mystery that I'm almost I'm at 95% oh. my Kindle says so then I can go back to Hello Spain like I go between the dark and the light like I have I do to that go too. back and forth yeah, I do that too. <laughs> so, so then I'll finish Hello I'll go back to Hello Spain and then after I'm done with the murder mystery but um 
but do you think that you'll go between the two or do you will you stick just with a series now yeah i'm gonna work on both of them um i usually have two novels going at the same time so like right now i'm working on the second book irish thunder the uh, second rom-com that one's um i made a little bit lighter the hello spain has a couple of um uh, real life themes in there death and divorce you know yeah. but that's mm -hmm. just the story i had to get out there but the yeah. second one um i'm putting them on a uh, <laughs> on an irish male stripper cruise and so All that right. in and of itself was easy to, <laughs> to lend itself to the rom-com yeah. <laughs> well you know and uh, both of these books are loosely based on 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 trips i took and stuff i experienced i mean the cruise i went on wasn't a male stripper cruise but it was an irish um cruise with a with a male singing group and uh when my friend so <laughs> you wished we're stripping no i'm joking <laughs> but when i asked her to come with me on this cruise she was like you know throwing it all on me going just just book it just do it and i'll just show up so when i got her there and we get on the elevator on the cruise ship she's like where's all the the irish male strippers and i go what are you talking about and she goes isn't this a strip cruise and i go no because it was called Celtic Thunder. And I had gone to the Thunder Down Under in Vegas the month before that. She got it confused. She thought, oh, she thought it was the Thunder Down Under guys on the Celtic Thunder and the Thunder thing got all messed up. And I'm like, no, no, I think they keep their clothes on. You know, is that a problem? And she goes, well, no, but I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I had to write about it. I had to put it in a book. So I did. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's a must read, guys. That's a must read. You know, when people, ask, <laughs> when people ask where your ideas come from, it's like, well, uh, a trip I took or, you know. You're like, I... when you've lived a life that I've lived, you have plenty of material. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so. good stuff. Yeah, I just keep a fire book going with the rom-com at the same time, you know, like I'm revising <laughs> one or drafting the other. Yeah. And it's fun because I can alternate. I can go between those worlds for a break, mm -hmm. you know, just to recharge your battery a little bit and change a pace. Yeah, for sure. And will you be attending the 20 books of 50K again this year? Yes, I've been going every year. So mm -hmm. I'm... Um, my husband and I are both signed up and ready to go down again. And this time, this time though, you know, I used to um, focus on getting, getting to all the sessions. I need to learn craft. I need to learn this. I need to, need to learn that. But this year, I think what I'm going to do is really focus on, on talking to authors and other writers. I, because you can get spun into this, this fast schedule. And for me, um, a lot of value, I mean, that's where I met the writers that, invited me to the collaboration for jealousy you know um had i not been out and about um talking to people I, that wouldn't happen so i think i'm going to focus on walking around talking to authors and that kind of thing yeah it's a huge networking event as well as teaching event as well as getting signed deals event meeting big name authors event it's it's like the yes. event right like oh yes and the first day is vendor day and mm -hmm. i got to talk one-on-one -on -one with amazon google youtube um microsoft all those people are there in person 
and I had all my questions written down. Well, I'm having, and it's always, I'm having trouble with da 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 And yeah. they helped me solve the problem. They get on their computers right then and there. They helped me um, get things solved that I was wrestling with. I mean, I love that. And the people are so, that they send the reps. They're just so accommodating and so willing to help you out. I really love that's that. Awesome. That's Katie great. P. Katie P had uh, three or four people there and they were amazing. So That's awesome. Maybe one day for me, it's, it's uh, very overwhelming, the, the sheer size of the event and the undertaking it of it. And uh, you've definitely got to be um, who I was 10 years ago. That would have been nothing for me. I, I would have walked in there like, I don't mind crowds because I didn't 10 years ago now. I can't even go to the doctor's office and hear voices. And I'm like, oh, there's too many people here. Please it's make too them much. stop It's too talking. much. Yeah, I was at the doctor's office the other day and people were talking loud. And I was like, please get me in a room by myself. Please get me in a room. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, you know, uh, they're, they're all about encouraging people to go, go. If you get overwhelmed, go to your room and take five and step back and all that. They're all about doing that too. And there are some times when I just sat in the, foyer out front just to get a take catch my breath and you know and just sit and chat with somebody mm -hmm. or or yeah. just take a walk outside on the strip you know which is more people but at least you get a right. breath of fresh air yeah you know? i would encourage anybody to go it, it's such an amazing I've, I've heard nothing but great things and the the people that put it together just have the best intentions and everything yes. I, ready for Craig it, Martell so. does he's an he does an amazing job organizing that event every year and he is I love how he promotes a positive atmosphere and the rising tide lifts all boats premise that we're all here to help each other um, to exchange information we're not here to compete with one another and all of that and you know I just love the whole positive atmosphere um, I've gone to other writers conferences. I went to a couple of writers digest ones and they were fun too. And certainly they had a, a positive atmosphere, but it didn't have that personalized, um, we care about you as an author vibe that 20 books has. They have more of a, we're all in this together kind of thing going on. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why when we talked the first time and every time since then, I've, I've just said, I've absolutely adore who you are as a human being, as an author and your books. And no matter what you put out, I'll always support you because that's, that's the same personality that you have. That's the same aura and soul that you have is no matter what you believe that we're all going to get through this together and that we all take care of each other. And I, in the indie author world, if you don't have that personality and that aura, I mean, does that mean you have to buy everybody's books? No, but it does mean that you don't need to feel like you compete with everybody else. And, and it means that you can say, yay, congratulations. You know, sometimes yes. that's all you need to do for somebody, but to put your thumb on somebody and try to hold them down is just not okay. So I think your the way that you go about life makes people connect with you. And it's just a beautiful well, way to live. I had to let go of that competitive nature side of me 
for all this. I mean, you know, because I, I have a competitive nature. and I mean, I used to be a competitive swimmer. I was in theater. I did all these things, right, where you're kind of competing and in the workplace and stuff. But when I hit Booklandia and writing and publishing, that kind of followed me in. And then I quickly realized you can't do that. I can't compare myself to Colleen Hoover or another author who is just, you know, killing it out there. I have to take my my work and where I am and just go at my own pace and just do what makes me happy and hopefully will make my readers happy. And um, I think if I just stay focused, like you say, on why we did this in the first place, I'm, I've let go of all that now. I've let go of, like we were talking the other day about how we love helping other authors. I really mm -hmm. like doing that. I really do. And I think maybe that's where a lot of my talent lies, you know, moving forward. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're going, you're, when does this new fire fighting book come out? April 30th is the release date and it's on pre-order now on all retailers. I took my books out of Kindle Unlimited and put them wide with all retailers. It was scary, but I did it. Uh, um, so I'm working on letting readers know that they're available and out there on Barnes and Noble and Kobo and in Hoopla, in the, you know, they're accessible through Overdrive in the libraries and things like that. Wow. So, yeah. A lot of people have There's been no saying, yeah, he's, he's, he's always around where I'm at. Elvis. A lot of people have said that they've been making more money once they've taken their kids off Kindle Unlimited and went wide with their eBooks. So uh, I would definitely like to hear your experience once you've been off of Kindle Unlimited. Sorry about that. Once you've been off of Kindle Unlimited and been doing that for a while, um, maybe you'll come back or maybe you'll give us a, a little spiel that we can put on our blog or something because that's, that's something a lot of authors are starting to gear towards a little bit. Myself, I'm still all Kindle Unlimited. Everything's on Amazon. I'm one of those uh, authors who just, I do the easy road. I don't take the hard road. Yes. Um, yes, and that's why I started it. It was easy peasy. And the read through, I love the read through you get on romance when folks want to go from one book to the next to the next. And I saw a lot of that. And, you know, I might, um, I, I'm, when I continue this series, I'm going to, since I fought fire in different states, I'm going to start a trilogy in Montana. It was my next firefighting endeavor and so i'm planning that all out now and what i might do with that series is maybe just keep that all in kindle unlimited i don't know i like to experiment with different ways of doing things to see how that goes and if i find in kindle unlimited that i'm really getting that read through again i might take the alaska books and put them back in there i don't know but i wanted to give wide a chance first to see yeah how that goes yeah, definitely. That experiment is crucial. I've, I follow a couple authors who are authorpreneurs, huge in the authorpreneur world where they've been doing this for 10, 20 years and they're experimenting like really hardcore with different platforms and they teach all the different platforms. And 
it's it's really nice to watch the process and understand it. I'm not ready to jump yet because I'm a scared little kitten who still needs a lot more <laughs> a lot more understanding behind me. So I'd love to love to hear your feedback once you once you've been in that realm a little bit more. The um, so April 30th, everyone can go and and you can pre-order the book now. Do you have an author website that I could type here in the comments for people to go and check you oh, out? Yes. Maybe grab your book there. It's lolopage.com. www.lolopage.com. Okay. And I have a, a free book that you can get right off the website there that'll take you into Book Funnel. It's the prequel to the Fire series, and that's mm. free. And then if you like that, you can progress through the series. And Alaska Blaze is the title of the book coming out on April 30th. Very good. And then after that, so Hello Spain is out. The first two books in your Wildland Firefighting series is out. Also, Jealousy with under the Femme Fatale uh, series. Sisters of Sin. Sisters yes. of Sin series is out. And Irish Thunder, when is that one? Set to be coming out. Do you have a date yet? I am so excited about that one because I had <laughs> so much fun writing that thing. Um, I'm we're in the galley stage now with Wild Rose Press, the galley, you know, where you go through line by line. We're doing that now. And um, once we get through the galley stage, it heads into production and then they um, assign it a release date. So I'll let you know when that is. Probably, I would say maybe sometime this summer. Okay. Yeah. Well, as soon as I see it, I'll be sharing it on my pages as well. Like I always share all of your stuff because I enjoy your career and watching you shine through all the stuff that you do. But I've had, I've had a blast. I always, you know, anytime you have a new release, come back and talk to us here. Let's talk about it. And let's chat about all the fun stuff that you're doing. And oh, that'd be fun. We, should do it with, we should do it with Nicole again too. She is so much fun. She is. Yeah, we should bring her on here and, and talk about whatever everyone's getting up to. I hardly ever talk to Nicole anymore. She's doing her thing, writing over in San Francisco and all the fancy stuff in California. We still have to do our yeah. RV. You know, oh we my still gosh, have to yes. go on our RV trip. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, she just got off stage. She did a production in um, San Diego mm -hmm. yeah. that she was in. So. I kind of hung up my stage acting chops. I couldn't remember lines anymore. You know, the last show I did was Steel Magnolias and the cast was always giving me the eye because I I was always, you know, forgetting my lines. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to leave on a high note because I played Clarie, which was my favorite role I always wanted. And I thought, you know what? I want to write lines for other actors. So I got into yeah. writing plays and and then the novels and stuff. So... You and yeah. Nicole are the fancy girls. I'm the one that was always in the background, like putting the chairs, making sure they were straight for everybody, for the audience. That was that was my role. <laughs> I was never, I've never acted. I've never sang. I've never done any of that stuff. So I commend you all for having the oomph, the hoof spot to be yeah. able to get on stage and all that because I, I could never do that. Now my daughter is an onstage type of person. My son is, you know, director of Resident Life and all. He's he's like me. He's the worker bee. The yeah. worker bees. You guys, you and my daughter, you guys and my daughter are the the ones that can capture an audience. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I, but it was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. We had a That's good time. Awesome. I, 
And I have stories I'm going to be writing on some of that coming up. You know, I got to put them in the queue. Um, but I do have, I did, in fact, I wrote one for um, an anthology that's uh, out now. Uh, I believe that's the XOXO anthology. It's okay. going to be called Everybody Loves Polar Bears. So that's going to be something coming up soon. As soon as the rights revert back. There you go. Another rom-com. Interesting. Well, I have had a blast talking to you, Lolo. And make sure that you let us know each time you have a new release. And we'll make sure we share on all of our platforms as well. You are just a bright light in the indie author world. And I appreciate everything that you do for indie authors and sharing all of your wonderful books with us. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. And we will catch up with you very, very soon. Well, thank you so much, CJ. I always love talking to you. Bye. We'll catch you later. Bye, everybody. Okay. We'll see you next Bye. time. Bye.